2: Good afternoon, everybody. Good to have you with us on this Tuesday show. And if you want to talk uh, NFL week two in the books, week three begins Thursday with the Giants and the 49ers. We can do it. Anything else that is going on in the world of sports, whether it be college football, the NFL, as we get down to the final days of the baseball regular season, uh, we are here for you. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, Tough break last night. Again, another running back goes down this time. Uh, Nick Chubb, and he is going to be out for the rest of the year. And hopefully uh, he's able to come back and have a uh, productive career after that ugly uh, injury uh, last night. And it's just another example of why teams are resistant to, you know, commit to running backs the way you would think. It's a brutal position. Guys get hurt a lot. You look at Saquon Barkley sprained his ankle. Uh, against the Cardinals in the fourth quarter. And, you know, it's a tough way to make a living being a running back in the NFL. And, you know, the shell life is not very uh, large and you get hurt a lot. You know, that's just the reality. That's the way it is. And now, you know, without arguably the best running back in football, you got Jerome Ford is going to be the number one back now that Nick Chubb is out. And you wonder what's Cleveland going to do uh, for depth, and one of the guys is Kareem Hunt, who played for the Browns the past four seasons, and he is visiting the team as they look to add a running back to that roster. So, you know, it's part of play, being in the National Football League, and, you know, you look at what happened with the Lions. They have placed their outstanding safety, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, and uh, their edge rusher, James Houston, on injured reserve. They have feared that Uh, Gardner Johnson suffered a torn peck uh, during that loss to Seattle. And that's a brutal injury. I mean, he's good. He's really good. And now they're going to be without him for the uh, entire season. So, you know, Houston was pretty good. Eight sacks last year as a rookie. And they're – shouldn't say they're going to be out for the whole year. I don't know that. But I would think – Uh, Gardner Johnson will be, but they have to miss a minimum of four games after being placed on IR. But again, most people think that uh, Gardner Johnson's injury is going to keep him out for the entire season. All right. We'll see what happens. Uh, David Montgomery, the running back for the Lions uh, is listed as day to day. He was carted off in that game against Seattle. And apparently uh, it's going to be a couple of weeks. So, you know, again, it's you got to be good in the NFL, but you also have to be lucky. You have to be lucky uh, as well. All right, hit me up. What do you want to talk about? Uh, again, the games last night, Pittsburgh beat Cleveland. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, how, how bad was that game with Carolina and New Orleans? Terrible. I mean, seriously, how bad was that game? Did you watch the Carolina-New Orleans game? I mean, I, I did a rant on this a couple of moments ago. The play in the NFL this year has been terrible. I mean, the offensive line play's been awful. Tackling's been bad. Terrible. I can go on and on. Guys dropping balls, deflections, been terrible. All right, let's get to Jeff right here. on uh, Listen up here on this uh, Tuesday. Jeff, good to hear from you. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I was just going to talk about the Steelers. Other than that one play to Pickens they just looked horrible. I mean, yep. after the 49er game and this game, their, 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 their offense is just, they, 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 the defense won that game for them.
2: Yep. Absolutely. And Mike Tomlin talked about that today, you know, uh, about the offense and uh, he, he's pretty critical of it. You can't blame him. I mean, it's pretty, he said that the, uh, Mike Tomlin said, quote, the mojo. All right. Is missing uh, from the offense. You know, and he's exactly right. You're, the offense has been terrible. He said, quote, we have to get our mojo back. We got to get that mojo that we had in the preseason where we're playing fast and fluid with the confidence individually and collectively. We've lost that to be blunt in the last several weeks. He went on and right. said, we do acknowledge that two is a pattern. We've had two outings that are not up to snuff in that regard. And so it has our attention as we are preparing for this next one.
3: Right, right. And what do you think about the 49ers? Are they looking are they looking okay or what? What do you think well, about Well, I, I
2: haven't gone I you know, when I did my preseason preview, I had them going fourteen and three or thirteen and four, depending on whether the final game of the year was gonna be important or not. And I, I don't see that changing at all. I, I think they're gonna win, you know, a minimum of thirteen games. Uh, you know, again, I can't predict injuries, but if they stay relatively healthy, they're gonna win thirteen or fourteen games.
3: Right, right. They need to spare, they need to spare uh, McCaffrey a little. I've noticed they've really been yep. playing him a lot. And in previous years, they've, they've uh, mixed it up a lot more with the other running backs and stuff. But they're leaning on him quite a bit.
2: Well, Kyle Shanahan talked about that after the game. And, you know, he acknowledged that and said, we got to do a better job in that area. You know, you don't want to wear out McCaffrey. It's a long season. But, you know, again, Shanahan addressed that. You know, after the game, you know, he and and good for him for, you know, talking about that right after the game, Jeff, because, you know, you you cannot just rely on Christian McCaffrey left, Christian McCaffrey right, Christian McCaffrey everywhere. So, you know, that that is an area that they're going to do a better job of distributing to their running backs.
3: Right. Because he has injury. He's been prone to injuries over the years. Yep. You know, just too early to be, you know, for to wear him down. So. Anyways, well, thank you. That's all I had, Grant. Nice talking to you,
2: and have a great show. Thank you, Jeff. Good talking to you, too. All right, if you want to get in on the program, raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. Don't forget that tomorrow is my open forum Wednesday. We'll have our fantasy football roundtable, and then we'll get you ready for uh, Thursday night football with the Giants and the 49ers. All right, Dorian, welcome to the program today. How are you?
4: What's up? going? On? What's going on, Grant? Hope everyone's having a great day. How are you doing, thank Grant? You. I'm good, buddy. Thanks for calling. Of course, Grant. I saw your Instagram story, Grant, and that, I, I just wanted to call because, you know, it's really sad that you know sports. And you know, sports is a beautiful thing, right? We all love our team, but it's really sad that you know some fans go through the extent of like starting fights. And in this age of social media, where everybody has their phone now and everyone's recording and stuff like that, I don't have any context on what happened or what was said or who punched you, but. It's just really sad that fans have to go all the way and start violence. Like, when, when these people aren't even employed by the team, they're not getting paid by the team, they're just, you know, and, and I don't what, this is was this like week two or week three of the NFL football season? Like, does it have to really go to that extreme? to You know, you have to start violence and kill somebody over over a stupid game?
2: I know. It's unbelievable that somebody lost their life. I mean, how awful is that? Seriously, how awful is that?
4: It's, it's yeah, it's, it's really sad. I mean, and you said, what, he was like, what, 55 years old or something like that? Fifty three. Man, that's yeah, that's sad. I, I'm just, you know, it's. I think fans just seem to be a little bit more emotionally aware, you know, especially especially adults, man. I mean, there's alcohol involved and stuff like that. Sometimes it's like it's 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 pretty yep. sad the, the adults yep. have this weird behavior to, you know, record record one another. People getting beat up. It's it's pretty sad. But I really want to call Grant and ask you this question, Um, you know, specifically football, just because, you know, when we're younger. Right. We're taught how to tackle. And I saw the injury that happened with the Cleveland Browns player, the, uh, I believe, Mr. Nick Chubb. And yep. do you think NFL players have a problem? Do you think the NFL has a tackling problem? And the reason why I ask that is because, you know, in high school, we we have contact, you know, three times a week usually. That's, that's what it was in high school. In college at Sacramento State, we had contact once maybe twice a week if we had a shitty week we didn't play very well yeah and i'm not sure how the nfl is i don't I, I i was assuming that there's virtually no contact it's basically just shells um and there's there's maybe maybe you have a wrap but there's no, nothing taken to the floor right because you want to minimize yep. injury yep but i i see a lot of these people they tackle with their shoulders and that's not what we're taught when we're younger right we're taught yeah, but that's because know, of the
2: rule changes
4: okay I mean, guys now
2: are afraid to lead with their head, so they turn their body. They don't wrap up with their arms. I think what you're referring to, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, is guys don't wrap up anymore. They don't exactly. put their arms around the ball carrier. That's what and I'm that, referring to. A, I, know, I know what you're talking about, but a lot of guys, you know, when they're moving at fast rate of speed, they feel that, you know, first thing they got to do is make sure they don't lead with their helmet, they got to hit their shoulder, and then they don't wrap up. I think, I just did a rant on this a couple of minutes ago that I posted on my YouTube uh, channel, I, I I think this quality of play in the first two weeks of the NFL is as bad as I ever remember in terms of the fundamentals. Jordan, yeah. The fundamentals are horrible. You got offensive linemen that can't block. You got tacklers that can't tackle. You got guys dropping balls. I mean, it's been terrible. It's been awful.
4: Yeah. And I think it's actually more dangerous sometimes because like if you're having to think about if you're going to if if you're going full speed or you have a running back that's coming at you straight ahead and you have to think about like, oh, man, where, where, how am I going to tackle this person? You know, for the person that's making the tackle, that's more dangerous because we're we're not really using our instincts. We're thinking about what we're going to do before we actually do it. So I, I understand like you know when you're coming in you're wrapping up and you have you know personal fouls and you want to protect the quarterbacks and stuff like that i totally get it but i think you know there's you know the uh, you know i know that uh i saw that Tua has like a lot of they 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 just made a custom helmet for him um mm-hmm. protect him inside the head and stuff like that i totally get that but i just think it's dangerous man if, if you're leading with your shoulder and obviously nick chubb just his knees blown out now like I think there just has to be a better job of coaching in regards to like how to how to properly make a tackle. I get it. These guys are professional athletes. They've they've done it hundreds and thousands of times. I totally get it. But I think the quality of tackling has to be improved in the NFL. I'm with you, buddy. Appreciate you. No problem. Thank you, Grant. Go Kings. Take
2: care. Bye bye. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. And uh, we say hello to uh, Brian. Hello, Brian. Hey, Grant. How are you doing today? I'm good, buddy. What's happening?
5: Oh, just kind of scoping out the next week. And the schedule looks kind of average, you know, as a, terrible. Yeah. If you've looked at it yourself, one game that terrible. is intriguing because both teams have been disappointing so far from a Vikings. Are- yep, exactly. One team is most likely going to be Owen three. And yep. to me, that's the game of the week as far as intrigue.
2: Yeah. The loser is probably done. You know, you're probably not going to bounce back from that and uh this also you you know Brian Staley's on a big time hot seat with the Chargers so you know if they lose you know they could make a change here
5: absolutely i was just was going to ask you that like that team should be a minimum 1 and 1 uh yep especially losing the against the dolphins which we were you know we all expected to be more or less a toss up they had to win last week and and the t- and, and for Staley to be disappointing again uh yeah. I was going to ask you if you think if they go on three, if the potential you think he could be fired.
2: I do. I really do. I think if they go on three, he could be gone. I absolutely do. Yes.
5: Yeah. And what's your opinion uh, of Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator?
2: I think he's a good offensive coordinator. I don't think that's the reason why they're zero two. Um, I, again, I don't, I know they were saying, with you know, running the ball too much, doing this too much. I mean, I think Kellen Moore is very good. I think he's comes with a lot of uh, credibility, a lot of respect. And I know that a lot of people in Dallas were unhappy when, you know, the Cowboys did not retain him. So, you know, time will tell, I guess.
5: Yeah. You know, I did not see the the Cowboys play last week, so I I didn't see how the the game flow went. But do you like the more quicker West Coast offense that McCartney's trying to implement with Dak Prescott over what Kellen Moore did so far?
2: you know, it's too early to tell because the Cowboys have played, you know, two games. Uh, The Giants were absolutely horrible in week one. The game was over by the end of the first quarter. So I don't really judge, you know, the play calling and what I saw. And really the game was very lopsided against the Jets. So I'm not ready to make that type of a, a observation, you know, after two weeks, just because of the way the game was going and the opponents. So, you know, time will tell. And as far as, you know, what offense I like and what I don't like, I think it all pertains to the personnel on your field. You know, you have to create your game plan around your personnel, just like what Kyle Shanahan does with the 49ers. I mean, his personnel is different than the personnel on Washington or Tennessee particularly, and so your game plans are going to be different. You, you tailor your game plans to your talent. So, I think, you, Brian, you always have to factor that into it.
5: Yeah, definitely. Just, be cu- I'm kind of curious to see how that flows with him due to his uh, interception yeah. problem if it kind of – Uh, 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 with that defense, if they they can avoid turnovers, that team might be... They're going to be very good, yep. Yep, Exactly right. The turnovers have been Dak Prescott's issue in the past. Uh, And one other quick note, one fan base that's got to be disappointed so far is the Chicago Bears. Just two terrible losses. Awful.
2: Not only that, I mean, they're regressing, and Justin Fields looks like he's never going to be good. So, uh, yeah, if you're a Bears fan, oh my goodness, yeah, it does not look very good right now.
5: Yep, yep. So, anyhow always good grant we'll talk to you soon enough
2: thank you brian be good bye-bye all right let's get to uh connor right here on listen up hey connor how are you today
6: doing good grant how are you i'm good buddy yeah i just wanted to talk about some of the nfl storylines after the first two weeks and what better place to start than what brian was just talking about i've been talking about it for years i didn't think justin fields was going to be anything special and he was getting hyped up a lot in the offseason. It just doesn't seem like he's changed at all as a player.
2: I'm with you. Uh, I think he's regressed this year. I think he looked better last year than he has in the first two games. He looks terrible. Absolutely terrible.
6: Yeah, and they were saying that now he has a wide receiver, DJ Moore. He's got some weapons, yep. but he still can't make plays and win games.
2: Yep. No, I, uh, it Bears, that They're they're very unhappy in Chicago with fields. They're very unhappy with the coach. They're very happy unhappy with everything that's two bad losses to start the year
6: yeah and then looking at some of the 0-2 teams with the Bengals Chargers and Vikings seems pretty interesting to me that the Vikings are 0-2 because I don't know if you'd agree but I think Kirk Cousins has played pretty exceptional so far this season
2: I do too I thought his game on Thursday night against Philadelphia I I graded him out as an A plus I thought he was that good you know the Vikings defense is not very good it was not very good last year and Cousins and the offense had to bail that team out a lot at the end of games. I didn't think they were nearly as good as a 13-win season would indicate. And I, I, I did not have them winning the division this year for that reason. But, you know, when you talk about the Chargers and the Bengals, you know, the concern now with Cincinnati is your quarterback, Joe Burrow, and the calf, you know, is this thing going to linger? How long is it going to be? You know, they could be starting Jake Browning, the Folsom High School quarterback, on Monday night against the Rams in a must-win game you know if you lose that game uh oh boy you know you're probably going to be you know 3 games out of first place already so that's a huge game huge game coming up for the Cincinnati Bengals huge
6: yeah i think that game is going to be really intriguing because i think the rams have been one of the more surprising teams although they're just 1 and 1 i think they've played a lot better than their expectations coming into the year
2: yeah and again if if burrow cannot play all right. Then you'll have Jake Browning making his first NFL start, and I, I'm really hoping that is the case. I love the guy. I watched him play in high school, and uh, I've really followed his career closely. He, he and my uh, son are very good friends, and so from a selfish point of view, I'm really hoping he plays. But if you're a Bengals fan, you better hope Joe Burrow gets healthy and gets healthy quick. Uh, but even with that said, the Bengals did not play well in the first two games.
6: Yeah, and one of the other teams I think that's been pretty surprising, do you think this is just a two-week fluke, or do you think that the Buccaneers can actually do some damage in that division?
2: Well, they can do some damage in that division because I don't think the uh, division is very good. But, you know, I always talk about the quality of teams that you played. You know, i got to wait until Tampa gets tested. You know, they have not been tested yet. And, you know, listen, you can only play the teams – that are on your schedule. Right. And so I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I think Bakers played well in the first two games. You know, when I look at uh, the bucks, I didn't think they were going to be, you know, very good this year Win the games that you're supposed to win. But again, you know, I thought the Minnesota game actually, in retrospect, a pretty big win on the road, you know, but beating Chicago is no big deal. They're probably going to lose uh, Monday night to Philadelphia. Then they're at new Orleans. They can win that game. Then they're home against Detroit. They got a lot of injuries. Uh, you know, their schedule is not that difficult. You know, they got to go on the road to San Francisco. That's a difficult game. But, you know, outside of their division, really not that good. They've got the uh, AFC South. So that means they got to play Indianapolis. You know, they play Tennessee, right? They play Jacksonville, which, you know, probably be the more difficult of the games. But they got a very easy schedule, relatively speaking. So, you know, who knows? You know, right now, though, they're 2-0. and But they're I'd be shocked if they beat Philadelphia on Monday night. I'd be shocked.
6: Yeah, I would too. And what a disaster start it's been for the Sean Payton era for the Broncos. You lose divisional game against the Raiders and then lose to the commanders. Two teams that probably aren't going to be in the postseason. What do you think about that? Well, they're
2: going to lose this week too. They're at Miami. And, well, I'm not surprised. I told you before the season began, I think Denver was going to be very good. I did not see it. Uh, Russell Wilson to me is a guy that can't play quarterback anymore at the level that you need to. And when I look at the Broncos, I said this: I said if they lose their first two games, they're going to be in a load of trouble. Now they got a break in Week Four; they're at Chicago, but they're going to go into Chicago zero and three because they're going to lose to Miami. Then they got to go against the Jets defense, and then they're at Kansas City. Then they have Green Bay, and then home Kansas City. They're going to have a difficult time winning games. They have to go to Buffalo, okay, in November right before Thanksgiving. They, they're going to have a, They have to go to Detroit. You know, they, they're going to have a difficult time. They're going to have a difficult time winning games.
6: Yeah, they sure are. And what do you think about Josh Allen? I think he deserves some credit for the way he bounced back. I just think it's a matter of him being more consistent with those performances going forward. Well, he
2: did play very well. But as you said, you know, the NFL is not a one-week game, uh, season. All right? You know, I mean, you, you you can't just play well in one game. And I'm with you. I thought he played very well against the Raiders, but – He also played terrible against the Jets. So, you know, that means that right now, okay, right now he has played two games, one very good and one very poor. Let's see what he does this week.
6: Yeah, and then last thing, watching it live, seeing Saquon Barkley could barely put any pressure on his ankle, and now they're saying that he's questionable for Thursday. If I'm Brian Dable, I'm sitting him against the Niners defense because, I don't think there's any reason to rush them back into that. No,
2: there's no way. If The Giants aren't going to win against San Francisco, regardless of who's at running back. All right. So uh, it would make zero sense to have Saquon Barkley play Thursday night. Now, I know the Giants are not conceding the game. I get that. Brian Dable thinks they can win the game. Jo- I get all of that. Okay, But you got to be realistic. They're not going to beat San Francisco on Thursday night. They're not good enough right now to beat San Francisco. Their offensive line is not good enough to block the front of the 49ers The Giants are going to have a big-time problem, all right? They really are. There's no reason in the world to play Barkley. I think if they play Saquon Barkley on Thursday, somebody ought to be fired in the Giants' organization.
6: Yeah, and the Giants finally showed a little positive with the offense started to step up in the second half. The defense got some stops, but two areas that have to improve are the offensive line was a joke. Mark Lewinsky came in and just got absolutely took on a play. Yep. And then – the defensive line, I thought, was going to be really good. Guys like Thibodeau, Aziz Ozolari, I don't think they have a sack this season.
2: Not like that, on Thibodeau didn't make a tackle against Arizona. And
6: I've been telling you about this guy. I
2: think he's vastly overrated. I think the Giants made a mistake taking him fifth overall. I am not high on Thibodeau. And I think that the guy through two games this year has been absolutely awful. You wouldn't even know he's on the field if you didn't know what jersey he wore. You never hear the announcers call his name out. I mean, he didn't make one tackle. None. None they didn't even make a tackle against Arizona. What the hell are you doing out there? I mean, uh, I'm very down on him. I think the guy is very close to being a bust from where they took him. And I mean that. I think the guy's very close to being a bust.
6: Yeah, they got the comeback win now. Hopefully they can use that to get some momentum. But it's going to be brutal with the schedule in the next month.
2: Yeah, and they beat, they beat Arizona. So I'm not getting carried away. Uh, you know, the, the, the reality is that they were down 28-7. to 7. How did that happen? Uh, that that should have never happened. They were down 20 to nothing. That should have never happened. So uh, listen, Connor, I don't think the Giants are going to win seven games this year, eight games at the most. I, I, I just don't see it. I really don't. I That offensive line has been very disappointing. And Evan Neal, good Lord. I mean, I thought this guy would really improve, and I haven't seen it this year. I really haven't. I, you know, you think Nick Bose has got to be licking his chops right now. Can you imagine how many sacks is going to have? Thank goodness that you have a quarterback that is mobile than Daniel Jones. But if you're looking at Nick Bosa this week and you're the Giants, how are you going to block him? Explain that to me, would you please?
6: Yeah. The only chance I see with the Giants Thursday is just Thursday night football. Usually you see a lot of weird games, a lot of low scoring games. but I mean, it'd be a miracle if they could pull off a win.
2: It would be, it would be, but you're right. Thursday night football normally is more of a low scoring type of a game. And, uh, that would benefit the Giants, okay? But uh, I, I just don't see it. I just do not see it. I really don't. I I think the Giants are going to have to score defensively, and the Niners are on a team that turns the ball over a lot. So uh, I just – I don't see it. You know, I really don't see it.
6: Yeah, and then last thing, since it's Thursday night football, do you think we're ever going to see a bad performance at a Brock Purdy? I think – I mean, this game could be the time, if ever, at this point.
2: I don't see it Um, – I don't – I mean, is he going to have a bad game? Yeah, of course he's going to have a bad game. Every quarterback in the world has had bad games. Tom Brady had bad games. Joe Montana's had bad games. I mean, yeah, of course he's going to have a bad game. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, It will happen. You know, it may happen against the Dallas Cowboys in their defense. It may be happening at Philadelphia in their defense. Uh, You know, there's some pretty good defenses in the NFL this year, and he's got them on their schedule. But I don't see it happening on Thursday. I really don't.
6: that's all i got today go giants
2: thank you buddy appreciate it good stuff from connor if you want to get in on the program all you need to do is raise your hand and i will put you right on let's say hello to al al welcome to the program hi al
7: hey can you hear me okay
2: yep go ahead
7: hey well i just want to say you know congratulations to your giants man i mean i was reading something about that their 21 point uh uh you know comeback i think was one of their biggest in history of not the,
2: the biggest the biggest in their history of, of their franchise that's correct in 99 years well that's just I,
7: I mean you know sometimes you just gotta you know you have adversity before you can prosper and credit to table and and they didn't quit so that that was an amazing uh amazing performance you're right they probably shouldn't had no business getting in that hole in the first place but you no, know, it's the NFL, it's not college, where there's 40-point 40, 40 favorites every week. It's yeah. ridiculous. They look yeah. at the point spreads. That's why I'm not really big on college, Nate. Because I look at all these point spreads, 38 points, 40 I know, points. Crazy. 50 I, point. <laughs> I I'd rather stay, so really, and you never know, the Cardinals might have some pieces. Yeah. Actually, should not be as bad as people think. But I was, uh, you know, I know it's a, moral victories are are, are really not to get excited about but you got it you said you always said what how did you lose you know you got to look at the big picture sometimes how did how did the, how did you lose the game or how did you win the game even though it might have gone against you and i thought the rams my rams uh, hung in there and yeah. they're playing very well and and, and at one point the, the big turn see you guys just point out the niners don't beat themselves purdy he he doesn't he doesn't make mistakes i mean they Had two fumbles, but they recovered both. He he, he missed a snap, and then the Rams said the two picks. No, it wasn't Stafford's pick, it uh, error on one because it bounced right out the running back's hands, you know, into the Niners. But right, that's yeah. you can't lose a turnover battle against a great team like yeah. the Niners. So, let me, overall,
2: let me ask you something, Al, because you, you're you a big Rams fan, and now you've watched yeah. them, you know, twice. Uh, have they surprised you? In other words, are they playing? significantly better than you thought they would
7: oh absolutely Nate. I gotta tell you my friend you know me and you go back a ways and I go back to 1968 and let me tell you this year with all the ro- roster tur- turnover I've never seen a team Nate the whole secondary was is gone the whole starting two starting tackles I really going in did the focal point was the offensive line, as you have mentioned time and again, teams having struggling there, and they got this kid, Steve Avila, as a rookie, but I, I, Nate, I, you know, and a cup goes down. I'm like, I I, I really was thinking they were going to buy for the Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. So I, I'm very, very pleased. I mean, Connor said it, and I agree. They played more better than I expected, particularly – the offensive line, they, they, they've, they're, they're, now they got, no boom got hurt, but it start you know, you've said this all, a lot, Nate, and you're right. I'm old school. Like you, you got to have the, the, the defensive off. You got to win those battles in the trenches. So I am very, and I'm pleased with the young running back, the kid, Kieran Williams. I'm not, I yeah. don't follow college, but I don't know, but he's, he's a tough kid and I'm just really frustrated with this Cam Akers, uh, uh, so He's yeah, gone. I, they're, I,
2: they're, they've already they've been very public about him that, you know, the reason why he did not play on Sunday were you know team uh, team reasons and they're they've been open to moving him.
7: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, I, Nate, can you hear me?
2: Right out. Nate? Yeah, I'm here. But I mean, think oh. about that. They they they've been open. They're saying we're going to move him, and they, the reason why he didn't play on Sunday, and they've been very open about that.
7: I'm really frustrated. I am frustrated being able to know. And I'm telling you, so this and I want I know they want to keep it in house, whatever it is, you know, but and then social media gets all over it. Listen, this is what I hate Stetson Bennett gets on a non-football injury list. And Nape, if you if I go when I Google Los Angeles Rams, the first ten things I got, Stetson, where's Stetson Bennett? What's for Stetson Bennett this? He's the backup quarterback, Nape. I know who cares? It's this is social media just dying to know what this kid he might be, he's probably having some serious personal issues. Leave the kid They leave the guy alone. Why do you it's just disgusting, man.
2: Uh and it's I just, awful. It's you terrible.
7: Know, and I agree with you on uh a lot, I always agree with 10%, 99% of your your takes, but uh, I'll say this. That was some lousy quarterback play last night, man. All, all, all four Terrible. teams. I mean, what is Deshaun Watson? I mean, he oh, my awful. God. Nate, you know horrible. what? I feel bad for uh It's like, you know, the, their defense played great, but they they can't stop a pick six in a you know, they're going the other way, you know, 14 points the other way, like like Connor pointed out. And they they got a great defense. Yeah. I, I didn't know Jim Schwartz was their defensive coordinator. I remember he was coaching the Lions. There were some, there was, so he was a pretty fiery little guy. He knows his t- defense, though, so, but it's, it's going to be a tough game, you know, for the Giants on Thursday. But maybe, you know, it could catch the Niners, you know, sleepwalking. It's going to be an early game.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, as a Giants fan, I don't like the matchups at all. I don't like the Giants offensive line against the defensive front of San Francisco. I think that's going to be a real problem for the Giants, especially if Andrew Thomas still can't play with his hamstring. And personally, I would not play Andrew Thomas on uh, Thursday. I would wait until the following Monday when they host the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not conceding games. I don't believe in conceding games, but I don't think the Giants are going to win against San Francisco.
7: No, you can't. You can't risk that your best offensive lineman and you're and you're one of the top running backs in the league. And it's not conceding, but if you're going to sit a guy, it's it's week three. I, they 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 had a great comeback win. Just reload, and t- you got an extra couple week and a half to c- go for Seattle. So you know, and then hey, who knows? Ten and a half point underdogs, and I've seen teams, and they they know they're underdogs. You know, they know they so they might. You never know but good luck and thanks for taking my call have a good day
2: Al. always good well I'm sure talk to you tomorrow for the fantasy football roundtable and see how you're doing in that front
7: yeah I, I took a beating this week I had Austin Eckler
2: <laughs>
7: Austin okay. Eckler. I lost Austin Eckler he he was out with an injury so okay. he's a big part of my yeah I, I'm, le- I'm in the Pickham league oh my god I don't know how you did but the pickham league uh, uh, I it Nate, I'm going we'll
2: yeah, go to start using
7: <laughs> magic. I'm going to start using magic. in my picks, buddy. Oh my god! All right, take care. All right, right,
2: right bye bye. Call your mom. Even look, I honestly can't even remember who I picked. I do those things so fast. I honestly don't. I really don't. I don't even remember who I selected. Um, I know some of my games, but I didn't even look to see what my uh, numbers were from uh, Tuesday or after the game last night here on Tuesday. I haven't even looked. I'll look it up. All right, let's get to uh, Ryan and Sackdown. Hey, Ryan, how are you, buddy? I'm great. How you doing, Nips? I'm good. Thank you. All right,
8: let's get to the Pick'em League really quick since it came yes. up. Uh, right now, first place after two weeks is Light the Beam okay. with uh, 20 total points. We've got uh, one other tied. That's KG is a winner. Then we've got Lou Loomis, Blue Chaos, uh, All Picks Matter, at, and a few others at second. And then at 17 points, there you are, Napes. You are tied for third place right now.
2: Well, how about that?
8: Okay. So, yeah, it's actually it's pretty competitive. It's been yeah. good. We've got a lot of players that are over 500, which is tough to do against spread.
2: Yeah, okay. All right. There you go. I appreciate that. I, I'm sure everybody appreciates the update, buddy. That's good. You, you got it. So You're on it. You're on it. I like that.
8: I am on it. So uh, go check it out. Leave some messages on the board and don't forget to make your picks for week three.
2: Sounds great, buddy. You take care. Bye-bye. All right. Good stuff there. You got the uh, updated standings. And if you want to get on before we wrap up the show, just hit your hand icon and we will do it again. uh, Week two is in the books and Thursday you've got the Giants and the 49ers. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years. Complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, thinking of starting therapy give better help a try it's online it's easy convenient flexible and it's suited to your schedule all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist switch therapist anytime for no Additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help dot com slash grant. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
4: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire.
6: Huh?
2: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
4: ChumbaCasino.com. No prescription forwarded by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All
2: right, who wants to come on next? We say hello to John. John, how are you? Frank, can you hear me? I sure can, buddy. How are
1: you? Okay, something just happened to my phone but I can hear you now too. Um, good. Go ahead. First well, first off, first off you and Sean Salisbury yesterday breaking stuff down. I mean, there's nothing like Sean having an ex-professional athlete like that who's so knowledgeable and and he's a professional speaker now, and it's obvious he can get his his points across. It's so so simply. You know, like I
2: like I Dawn. No, it's great. I love talking to Sean every week. It's my, my favorite favorite part of the week. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, except for talking to me, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I forgot about you. You're right. I always got to put you first, and I put Sean Salisbury after that. You're right. I stand corrected, uh, my friend. Too much,
1: buddy. Well, yesterday I put in the, con- you know, I said, you know, happy Monday, guys. And I kind of asked, you know, how good is Micah Parsons? Because I don't know if I'm looking at him through royal blue glasses. Because I no, obviously he's really good. Him in- he's absolutely dominant. But here's Sean break him down, and you break him down makes me think that you know he he really is as good as as good as i see him he he is so damn relentless it it blows me away and the way he was you know referring to lawrence taylor you know as the way he plays i've said that a couple times and it's almost like i gotta yep. bite my
2: tongue because taylor was i know. so freaking great hey, john I'm very john very rarely do i ever put anyone's name in the same sentence as lawrence taylor when i do that then that tells you something. And I've, I've put my comparisons uh, in the same sentence with Lawrence Taylor a couple of times. So he's got my utmost respect.
1: Yeah, yeah, mine too, you know, which is, and, you know, obviously uh, I saw Lawrence Taylor so many times when I was a youngster because, you know, yep. I was battling yep. against him and you, he, he was your ally and he was, you know, I had to battle against him. I always loved him, always absolutely loved him just because of his relentless relentlessness and I'm all about defense you know I was all about Bruce Bowen and Doug Christie and stuff like that and LT and you know and seeing Micah Parsons do stuff like that is man it it's awesome it's great to see and he seems like such a nice genuine individual he's not uh you never hear of anything bad about him you know in the locker room or outside of the locker room anything he's just he's just a damn good football player
2: I love it Yeah, all right, so are the Cowboys playing better than you thought they would? Two games, but, you know, break them down for me, Mr. Cowboy fan. They're playing
1: definitely different than I thought and better than I thought. And I know part of it is McCarthy has reeled in Dak quite a bit, saying, man, you don't need to make every freaking play. The best play he can make almost if there's no play is to not make a play and get the defense back out there. And it seems like he's starting to realize that to me. Because, you know, how many times we talked about how many picks did he throw versus interception? I mean, sure, he threw a, a, picks versus touchdowns that he threw. He threw a lot of touchdowns, but my God, would he fumble it and throw interceptions? Seems like that is not happening anymore. And it's not like he's going to go all season without turning the ball over having a bonehead play. Everybody does. the, You know, the greats have bonehead plays every yeah. now and then. And That's not that true. I'm saying Dak is great, but he's... No, but chill. They do. Stepping, You're right. He's stepping back into his own in the first, you know, two three years when he was with the team he was hard to bring down and he rarely made mistakes and that it's just it's just really fun for me to see right now yeah, Another well, thing, um you go ahead yeah go ahead oh no please you first no, no no you go ahead go ahead okay that's well that's pretty much what i wanted to say about you know about dallas because this isn't you know dallas sports radio
2: this is more you know well, no, this is the uh, – we talk about everything. We talk about all teams in the NFL. We talk about you – yeah, know, you can talk about whoever you want. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. What else did you want to talk about? I
1: want to talk about, I'm a big Fighting Irish fan, and yep. seeing the way that those guys have started this season – hey, granted, I know – I believe it's USC this week or next week. I think
2: it's this no, week. No, it's That's Ohio the, State this week.
1: Ohio Ohio State. That's right. That is going to be one hell of a game, I think. And, I, you know, I don't ever root for Ohio State. I'm kind of like you in that. In that sense, but I'm all—I've always been an Irish guy. And the way that they are playing defensively and their quarterback—oh gosh, he just came from Wake
2: Forest, I think—they're good. Listen, they, you know, it's early in the season. This is going to be the first big test for Notre Dame against Ohio State, and you know they—they they have to win this game. This is—this will really put them on the map for this year you know, uh, against the Buckeyes. This is their game this week. This is a gigantic game for the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. This is, this is big time, and they have got to respond. This is a game that if they want to, you know, start gaining the respect back, and again, when I mean respect, I'm talking about in terms of being a national championship contender. This is a game that they absolutely need to win, all right? This is a big-time game coming up for Notre Dame as they take on Ohio State. It may be Ohio State not quite as good as they have been in the past, but they're one of the top ten teams in the country. I think their last poll, they ranked six, so that's not chopped liver. Yeah. Notre Dame is nine, so here you go. Nine against six, early in the season, still September. This is a big-time game, big-time game.
1: Oh, man, you said it. You absolutely said it. It is a must-win, not that there's yep. anything – that is a must-win this early, but this is as close to as close to a must-win as you get. And you know, Ohio State is just perennially really, really yeah. good. Where yep. where Notre Dame always has good players, but they fluctuate up and down and up and down. And they they seem to be on an up
2: right now. And that yeah, because no, really- because Notre Dame hasn't played anybody yet. They played Navy. Oh, they played Tennessee State. They played North Carolina State, and they just beat Central Michigan. So they haven't played anybody. So we have no idea how good Notre Dame is because they haven't played anybody yet. We're going to find out on Saturday at at 4.30 how good they are. We're going to find out beginning at 4.30 whether or not they belong on the field with the Ohio States and the USC's of the world.
1: You're right about that, Grant. And granted, they've played virtually nobody. But what they've done to all those nobodies is they have absolutely looked completely dominant. It's not like – they went against any of those teams it's not like navy came out and made it a close game they killed navy as well they should you know all every game has pretty much been a blowout the last weekend was a little closer but still that they would have no business losing that and to lower competition they're they're beating them handily it's not like they're really really close games they are they're they're killing them in the end and and that as well Is fun as hell to watch, Grant. It's football's back and I'm loving it. This is my time of year, and then you know, basketball's starting, and then October, Major League Baseball playoffs. I'll probably watch the first full game I've watched all year that wasn't a River Cats game that I was at or something like that. Because you know, October, this time of year gets so fun, Grant, and I'm just loving the fact that you're still able to do this. We're still able to shoot the bull like we've I been love doing for years and years and years. It
2: is great. Thank you, John. You have a good afternoon, buddy. Thank you, Grant. You do the same. Thank you. All right. If you want to get in on the program, raise your hand and we will put you right on uh, tomorrow, my open forum Wednesday show. So we're going to be on a little bit later tomorrow uh, as I have got, I'll probably be on at five o'clock tomorrow. So we'll do our roundtable, uh, fantasy football roundtable, the open forum Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be coming up tomorrow, five o'clock Pacific. Rich, how are you today?
0: Hey, I'm good. Grant, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Good. It's it's fun to finish up. Uh, you know, I mean, to follow up from Big John. You know. Uh, yep. He he's a great guy. The only uh, character defect he has, he's a Cowboys fan. You know what can I say? I I'm completely understand.
2: Fan. That that is a big <laughs> character defect. Trust me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was at that Super Bowl Thirty where the Cowboys took down the Steelers. So I'll never forget that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, Anyway. Hey, um, I went, uh, what did you, you know, the Steelers won the game? Yes. Last night because of their defense, of course. I mean, that's kind of a given, you know, their, their offense just really terrible. You know, I just, it was so, so terrible. I mean, nobody could do a fricking thing, you know, and, Luckily, you know, the, 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 you know, like I heard some of the announcers afterwards, they said that, uh, you know, the coach had said, you know, we're going to get back to Steelers football. And of course, Steelers football, they're known for their defense. And that's what won
2: the game yep. for them. So yep. I agree. But uh, and I'll tell you, Deshaun Watson <laughs> does not look very good. Deshaun Watson no. looks terrible to me. But I, the Steelers, if the Steelers are going to make the playoffs this year, that offense has got to get better. It just has oh, to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got to, they got to, they got to figure it out, you know. Uh yep. but uh I did want to ask you to kind of change the subject a little bit, but uh you know I I um I was able to uh lock in a couple uh tickets to the Kings the Kings Lakers game on the 29th. And I always try and get up to Sacramento at least once a year for a game. Yep. And uh and so I'm really excited about that game. And, Good for you. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask you. Uh, because I, I want to go while I'm up there, I want to go check out uh, Bennett's new restaurant yep. up there in Rockland. What yep. What is the name of that restaurant that they took over the Chevy's Bennett's, location? Bennett's West Side.
2: Bennett's, but, Bennett's oh, West Side Grill. West Side Grill. Okay.
0: Are you going to yep. be up there
2: by chance at that time? I'm not going to be. No, I'm going to be gone uh, on the 29th. Uh, but I'm sorry, I'm going to miss you. I'm actually going to Bennett's uh, on Friday. I'm looking forward to having lunch with Brian on uh, friday but yeah you should go check it out it's really oh, good and if you can't get okay. out to rockland you know you can go to the location in downtown well fair oaks yeah, and How, I got, or, I got,
0: hey I got, i'm an old chevy boy man i gotta check out the chevy location. well then yeah go yeah go, ch- go yeah. yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful restaurant out in uh,
2: rockland it's yeah. off the blue oaks uh, blue Oaks. so yeah go check it out you'll love it it's yeah, great so
0: you'll you'll be there on the that's when we play golden state right on the 27th
2: i'm not going to be in town at the end of october i'm going to be gone oh okay Okay. Yep. All right. I thought you were, okay.
0: All right, man. Well, that sounds good. I just, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to check that out. I, I didn't know the name of that rest, that one, their location yep. out there.
2: So no anyway. problem. All
0: right. All right, man. Have a good Thank weekend. Thank you, Rich.
2: Yeah. Right. Take care, have buddy. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. That's the first time anybody's wished me to have a good weekend on a Tuesday. I wish it was time to get ready for the weekend, but you have a good weekend too, Rich. <laughs> All right. We say hello to Jerry. Jerry, welcome to the show.
9: Hey Grant, thanks for taking my call, sir.
2: My pleasure, Jerry.
9: Hey Grant, there's going to be a couple things that I didn't know if you already discussed because I got in kind of late today. But your New York Football Giants, Grant, what was going through your mind when they were down twenty-eight to seven?
2: That they're not a very good team.
9: (laughs) Grant, do you think last year was just a fluke?
2: No. No.
9: Okay. Um, And do you think? But they, but they, but
2: you know, the NFL, Jerry, is. Determined by three or four games that are close that can go either way. And the Giants won those close games. Same thing with the Vikings last year. The Vikings won all those close games in the fourth quarter. That's Mm -hmm. the NFL. There's the very little difference in the NFL between the worst teams and the best teams. Seriously. Now, there are exceptions when you have a young quarterback like, you know, Bryce Young. But if you Mm -hmm. take away the, the if you take away the worst seven teams in the NFL and you have a 25 team league, The difference between your 25th team and the first team is minimal. It really is. It's it's not that much. So, no, I'm not surprised. And the Giants are – the fact that the Giants won the game on Sunday doesn't mean anything to me. They're still not a very good team right now. Now, they could become a good team, but they're not a very good team right now. And the fact that they came from behind to beat Arizona doesn't, like, change my opinion. They're still got – uh, issues right now, they're not a good football team, and I think they're going to get their their pants uh, kicked on Thursday. I think they're going to get destroyed.
9: Grant, uh, but haven't you always said that there's a, either one or two teams that uh, that are are not supposed to do it good, but they end up doing good for the season? Of course. Okay, uh, Grant. One more thing. Um, I really love the podcast this morning. Uh, brought back a lot of
2: memories, Grant. Uh, Thank you. All games, bro. I you well, away. I appreciate that. Jerry, just to give you an example, last year, those two teams in the NFC were the Giants and the Seahawks. Maybe this year, and again, it's very early, but maybe this year it's going to be Tampa who's off to a 2-0 and start. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but every year, Jerry, there's that team or two that no one talks about at the beginning of the year that ends up in the playoffs. So, that, that yes, that happens.
9: And, Grant, can I ask you one more question? Yes. Uh, the San Francisco Giants, uh, your uh, your uh, well, uh, your opinion, the odds of them making the postseason this year?
2: I, I don't like it. I, listen, when you go get swept in Colorado to that team, I don't know how you get right. swept by the Rockies. If you're playing to make the playoffs and you get swept by the Rockies, that is just a really bad. Uh, I mean, that, that's awful. You got two weeks left to go in the regular season and you're going into Colorado and you're getting swept. How do you get swept by by right. that team?
9: Grant, they could have easily won three uh, three out of four uh they were lucky to win the last one i mean it's i know but uh, but
2: but here's the deal they're two games back but you see they got chicago and uh the chicago cincinnati and miami you know and then the giants are two back so it's it's i'm gonna say no and the reason why i'm saying no is i just don't i don't that's a bad omen when you lose to a team like the Rockies. You should not right. be losing. I mean, the Rockies are what, – what are the Rockies now? three games, are, under 500? Now, there are 55 and 92, I think. Four. I mean, think 94. about that. Jesus. I mean, so, wow. I mean, yeah. how do you get swept by that team? And, you know, <laughs> I think that that may end up costing the Giants a playoff. But right now, no, I don't – I here's the deal. I don't think the Giants' pitching is good enough, Jerry. That's the problem okay. with the Giants. Their pitching is not very good.
9: Okay. Oh well, well. you know. Thanks for being honest, Grant. Love the show. Keep it up. I'm always honest.
2: Thank you, buddy. <laughs> yes, you are. I appreciate yes, you it. Are. Okay. Bye, bye. Always. Always. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And I was honest when I said all lives matter, every single one. I was one hundred percent honesty. Which, by the way, it's a factual statement. All lives matter, every single one. It's the truth. But yeah. Oh well. I guess that's for tomorrow, open forum Wednesday. But how do you lo- how do you get swept? How do you get swept by Colorado? Right? Brutal. But they're going to have a tough time making the playoffs because they got a- several teams ahead of them. But I mean, Colorado's thirty six games, thirty six games out of first place. Think about that. Thirty six games out of first place. Brutal. You got Philadelphia. They're up four. Arizona, a half game up. Then you got Chicago and Cincinnati. All right. Separated by one game in a loss column. Miami's got 73 losses and the Giants have 74. It's going to be hard, especially with the Giants pitching not being very good. That's the issue uh, that I have about the Giants. I'm shocked I got a baseball question. Wow. I actually got a baseball question. How about that? Here are the teams that aren't going to the playoffs. The Yankees, the Mets, and the Padres. Three of the highest payrolls in baseball, and they all stink. Padres under 500. Yankees are two games over 500. And the Mets are 10 games under 500. It's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. All right, so tomorrow, five o'clock. All right, five o'clock, open form Wednesday, and my fantasy football roundtable. But thanks to all the calls today. You all are great, and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. So long, everybody.
5: Step
0: into the world of power, loyalty.